Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz. And we are Katz. Alright, welcome back to the show. Uh, first and foremost, sorry about last week. Uh, life, things happen. and uh, caught, us all, caught us both off guard and, uh, well... Priorities take care of, you know, priorities come first. So, um, We're still working around the kinks, but um, we worked them enough so that we can fit all you people in our schedule again. Yeah, uh, so on behalf of the crew here, you know, the captain said he's sorry. We apologize. Yes. Uh, and so, without further ado, let's start the show. And we're going to start the show really quick by saying um, happy birthday to the Legend of Zelda series. It turns 35 today as of recording. Mm. So, congratulations to that. Um, and. Uh, 86. No. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Ugh. And I remember as kids, we had the gold one. Limited edition gold? No, they were all gold. They were, they were, they were all gold. It was later, the second prints and stuff like that. That was were, um, the regular cartridge color. Yeah, but, but, yeah. Gold ones was cool, so, yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, a lot of good memories, you know. The bad the ones, remember? The Forest of Illusion? Uh, well, not just that, but, you know, played Link to the Past, damn underwater levels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone complains about, like, either it's the forest or it's the fire temples. No, it was always the underwater level for me. I hated it. But, yeah. Still, so, uh, happy birthday to Zelda, Link, and everybody over there in the land of Hyrule. Keep on going. Alright, so, um, also another um, series that's has an anniversary to celebrate this year, but we'll get to it in a little bit. Um, we're going to talk about two trailers right now. Well, this is three, but we'll do the first one really quick. Uh, first one, South Park. <laughs> the boys from Colorado are back, and they're doing another hour-long special. Well, technically, it's Randy's special. Well, no. <laughs> Last year's was Randy's special. This year... <laughs> It's basically, they're going to talk about the whole vaccine situation and what happened between last, the, the whole situation between last year's pandemic special and this year's pandemic special. So, Ugh. Wonder what's going to happen to former President Garrison. Woo! Well, we're just going to see what happened. And yeah, yeah. Now, the way they ripped on everything last year, I'm not surprised they'll do the same thing again this year. So, your guess is as good as mine. Oh, yes. I kind of wonder how they're going to top last year's special. <laughs> Especially the ending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so, um, yeah, and also, too, uh, the special is going to be an hour... It's going to be an hour long. They're going to simulcast it on Comedy Central and on MTV2. And we'll let you guys... We'll do a review on it once it's available. And... South Park Studios? Yeah. So if you guys... So I know South Park is going to be shown on HBO Max now. You know, after the day after. So anybody has HBO Max, they can watch it afterwards. But if you want to watch the uncensored version, if you guys don't have HBO Max, you can't watch it on Hulu anymore. I mm. think. No. Uh, due to the HBO Max deal. But it doesn't mean that they're going to have it on um, South Park Studios. So head down to South Park, South Park Studios if you missed it. 
Um, we're gonna watch on HBO Max, so or in Comedy Central, either or, whichever comes first, whenever we feel like it that day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and but we'll let you we'll let you guys know what we think of the of this year's pandemic special. So be interesting. Okay, and the other two trailers. Um, first off, let's start with it. Uh, Mortal Kombat, the reboot, new, new movie, new series, and everything like that. Rebooting it, and it looks phenomenal. It looks great. It looks good. Story's interesting. The story's more interesting now than it was. They had to include the blood. Oh no! Oh man. Well, that was the red band trailer version. Yes, but really good. Really good. Um. Yeah, I, I think they're. I think they're gonna knock this one out of the park. I think they're gonna give us the Mortal Kombat that we fans over the years wanted. Well, they did. Well, well, some people did point out that um, there was one person who was absent in the uh, trailer, and that was Johnny Cage. You know, I'm okay with that. I'm all right. I know, you know, he was there from day one, but I'm okay. I just hope they put an Ed Boon in there. (laughs) (laughs) Just sneak him in there. (laughs) <laughs> well, they have to him and the whoopsie guy. Oh uh, yeah. I know he's one of the programs, but just have him in there doing it. Whoopsie. <laughs> no, don't make it too corny, but yeah. No, it's part of it. I know, but still. No, if it was really corny, they would have probably included, you know, friendships, babalities. <laughs> then it would be corny. Oh uh, man. Well, actually, it would shock everybody. Like, really? You, 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 you finally have, you know, all these fatalities, but all of a sudden, a friendship? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> yeah, just get, bring back the announcer from 3. It'd be like, friendship. Friendship? Yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty funny, but yeah, still. And then, um, yeah, can't wait. We'll do a review on that one once that comes out as well. Um, it's going to come out simultaneously in cinema and on HBO Max, so... Just can't wait for that one to come out. Come out next month, I believe. Uh, we'll do a review on that after uh, we watch it. And uh, the second one, uh, I'm just gonna say it. Um, it's Disney's attempt to create Joker. Cruella. Oh, you mean Cruella? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying it. Saw the trailer. How the way they were trying to uh, make make the character sympathetic. You know, want to make it different and everything. They just like basically just took everything that they did with Joker and they just like Disney it up. You know, and to be quite honest, I'm I'm not really impressed. I'm I'm not really interested. It's just like all the people are saying, you know, well, they were talking about you know, there's hashtags like Cruella Joker, Cruella Kubrick. I think they probably threw somehow threw in Stanley's Kubrick for some reason. I don't know. What people are comparing that, and I think um, on Twitter they made a little news thing about it, and it was saying that it's uh, glorifying um, animal cruelty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, because of the trailer. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Um, I'll give the benefit of the doubt. At le- if you're gonna copy somebody, at least try to make it original. Um. Clearly, Disney didn't. <laughs> um, well, you know, like I said, benefit of the doubt. I gotta, I, I gotta be biased about it. I gotta, I gotta be you know, straight down the middle of it. You know, I'll watch it. 
and then I'll see whether or not if it was just a carbon copy of of Joker, or or maybe some other films that that you know uh, took inspiration from. So we'll just wait and see. But other than that, um, I think with Emma Stone, I think she's kind of really. It looks like she might do a Joaquin Phoenix on this, just like you know, immerse herself into this, into it, uh, into the role. I don't think she would go that far like Joaquin Phoenix did in Joker, mm-hmm. you know. But um, and people are saying that they're trying to, they're saying while well, seeing the trailer, it kind of reminds them of a Kubrick film. Uh, That's why it's trending, as in Corella Kubrick. I understand Corella Joker, but I don't understand Corella Kubrick. Okay, name all of his names, Kubrick's movies. Hold on, because there's some in black and white and in the rest are in color. Okay, then name them. Well, and then, I, then which one do you think rings a bell to you and just say, okay, that must be it? I think they want to try to bring the darkness of Shining into play for some reason. Nah, can't. I know. I'm just saying that. Um... If there's dark humor, maybe a little bit of a clockwork orange, but I don't see the resemblance. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry Lyndon, but I don't think they're going to be using NASA c- cameras and stuff just for you know the different types of colors. But maybe the tone. Well, the only reason why they used those special cameras was just to get the natural light of the candles. No, I don't know if they're going to do something like that. Here. No, I meant the tone of the story, the movement of the story. Well, it's based off... I'm trying to remember. It's based off the, of the story of Barry Lyndon, and it's pretty sad, really. So there's nothing sad about it. Mm-hmm. Can't say Spark is. No, that's not a Kubrick film. Yeah, that, that's a Kirk Douglas thing. That's why I said you can't, can't say Spartacus. Even Kubrick says it, too. It's 61. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even going to say... Full Metal Jacket? Hell No. Yeah, it's not gonna go way deep into that territory of realism, mm. especially with the gunny. So, unless they make him a stone, kind of like that, you know, just a, you know, um, mm, I don't know, but still, yeah. So I don't get it. Yeah, in, in all in all, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but like I said, uh, once the film comes out, uh, we'll have to wait and see, watch it, review it, and um, just let you guys know that I also have uh, Corella just like uh, Mortal Kombat. I think it will be released simultaneously on uh, Disney Plus and in theaters. So, we'll just gotta wait and see on that. So, uh, not only that. Like I said, there was another series that celebrates an anniversary this year, and it's one that I think every soccer fan, every football fan, um, would appreciate, and that is Captain Subasa. <laughs> so, Super campeones. <laughs> well, that's what we know it yeah, as. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, guys don't know, Captain Subasa was a uh, manga series. That came out in '81 and took the world by storm. Not just Japan, which had actually just like what Slam Dunk did for basketball in Japan. Um, Kapsubasa 
helped promote soccer, football, um, in Japan throughout, and that's how Japan, that's how football in Japan became like, like the, the number one or one of the big sports in um, in the country, you know, and they even have like a national tournament named after Subasa for uh, young kids. To uh, for each pre- prefecture to tr- to try to join in, you know, they even na- they like they named it after him, so that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only that, but also the club that Subasa plays for in, in the series, the, you know, in the later years in the series, uh, Barcelona. Ooh. Which uh, Barcelona? <laughs> the famous F- Barcelona F- or F- the one in Ecuador? No, 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 no the famous one, the one in Spain. Ah, well. Yeah. I think they made him an honorary honorary member, <laughs> uh, but still, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, no, there's nothing like. Um, I think one of the Euros or something. Um, they started singing the 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 Super Campinas theme, <laughs> and the whole stadium was just singing it. So I thought I, I thought it was awesome, and and which brings up a, a, a good thing, a, a good point about it. Certain animes do a lot to inspire what this, what they're sort, you know, basing the source on. Like Slam Dunk did with basketball, it inspired the entire country to learn to play basketball better, to to evolve it, and actually created a league, not just in Japan but also in Asia. What Subasa did was it created not only inspired an entire nation it helped create generations of football players around the world most notably in Mexico Central South America Central America uh, Europe um, you had players like Alexis Sanchez um, Zidane Zidane uh, Leo Messi I think you Boimovich too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, players like that on the high caliber level, they were inspired by the series that they wanted to play. Um, and if you think too that that um, the series didn't pay homage to the great players of yesteryears, um. One of the characters in Subasa, uh, Roberto, mm. he was based off of Socrates, the famous Brazilian uh, player. Mm. They even he uh, even the creator of uh, Subasa made a character that was based off of Diego Armando Maradona. He had he had players that were you know he he created players from different nationalities that were inspired by great players that represented their countries. Uh, I think they had a German player. I think he was the. I think I'm. I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I would have to double check on that. But you know, Franz Beckenbauer, the Kaiser. Hmm. You in Mexico? They had a goalie that was like Jorge Campos. Um, you had a what was it? the the Dutch, Cruyff, Johan Cruyff. Hmm. You know, and so on and so forth. And 
And like even too when when they when they introduced the Brazilian team, they had uh, players that were like you know Garincha, um, Pelé, Socrates, you know, so on and so forth, you know. And and it showed too that. Well, it, it showed too that the game that the, this beautiful game of soccer was just it's big, it's massive, it's huge, you know. And if people think that soccer is not a religion, football is not a religion, wrong. In these countries, these parts of the world, it's not a it's not a way of life. It is an actual religion. Don't believe me? Go to Argentina. They actually made a church after Diego Maradona. Diego Armando Maradona. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. You know, you have uh, you have teams in out in England that have a hardcore, like hardcore fanaticism, fan, uh, fans, fanaticism, and everything like that. Mexico, you see how loyal cities are to their teams, regardless how good or bad they are. That lo- that that diehard loyalty. Same, same thing down in Central America and especially down in South America when it comes to the Liberators Cup. And for many people who don't know what the Liberators Cup, think of the UEFA Champions League but but in one bigger continent with invitations from teams from Central and North America. Yeah, I remember, I remember the one that... Uh Cholos at Tijuana, their first, you know, they were they were they won the Mexican championship their first year of moving up. Then they got invited to the Liberators and made it to the semifinals. They blew it, but they, uh, shocked they, didn't, the, they, they didn't blew it. It was just a heartbreaking loss. Yeah, but they shocked the world. They almost took out the eventual winners too that year. Almost, it was that close of a game. But you see, but you see how hard die hard soccer fans are you know and you know the world cup every four years you see everybody you know every country their you know their people and stuff like that they they you know they bleed their blood of the you know of their country good example iceland tiny little iceland they they shocked the world at the euros they shocked the world in 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 uh in the world cup even though they didn't make it to the next round they still shocked the world you know, a tiny little country can produce such great players. Or like Mexico, knocking out, uh, beating the uh, the defending champions. And in Korea, even though they got they were knocked out early, you know they took down the they took down the the champions with them. Yeah, and that was huge. Yeah, especially. Uh the after party in Mexico. I'm sure everybody uh, took note of the notice. Of oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I remember those. Uh, Mexican, North Korean consulates in Mexico, they were just one big festival. Oh, no, they treated them like champions. But, yeah, but like I said, this is what Subasa did to the world. It inspired, inspired millions and millions of, and generations of generations of players, both um, males and female players, you know, around the world and also in Japan. You know, I want to be that next player. I want to be like Subasa. I want to be, 
you know, the next, you know, Maradona, the next Pele, the next uh, George Best, you know, the next Beckenbauer. Or I want to end up playing for uh, uh, Man U or something like that. Yeah, or like if you're not good enough to play on the national level, at least you can play at the club level internationally, you know. Like, you know, if you, you know, for example... Say like, say like, if a kid's listening to this right now, and he's like, you know, I want to try to play international club. You know, when I get older. You know, his 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 end goal is he wants to play in Europe. But say he doesn't get that shot early in his you know his youth to go play in Europe, he could start down in the MLS, or play it safe. Or he can he he can dare himself, go down to Mexico and play. Go play in the Liga right there. Or go overseas to another league. Or, you know, if he wants to live a little bit dangerously and he wants to see how it really is, go down to South America. Go pick a go pick a league down there. Oh, and then make it to the uh and work Copa his way Libertadores. Up. Yeah. Go over like like go over there, you know, go to the Asian leagues. You know. But it there's just so many, you know, so many options, and that's what Subasa did. So, you know, Captain Subasa inspired. You know, forty years, and he's still still inspiring generations of soccer players to this day. And I wish I had three hundred dollars to buy those <laughs> those shoes. Uh, <laughs> I can never afford. Uh, <laughs> Alright, uh, last but not least, BlizzCon. I'm going to be honest with you, I completely forgot about BlizzCon. Same here, until uh, one famous band, uh, they were invited to play live, and it turns out they were stunted by the very thing that they started. Okay, um, in case you don't know, explain to them what a little history about that situation. Case in points, uh, Metallica versus Napster, mm-hmm. which led to the birth of the Digital Millennium, uh, I think it was Copyright Act, yes. DMCA, and because, you know, because of that, you know, there's the copyright st- claims, you know, by bands like Metallica and stuff like that, you know, you can't play stuff without their permission, mm-hmm. or you have to pay to play. Right. Um, yes. Flash forward to a few days ago? Yeah, this weekend. Um, it was on Twitch, and they were invited to play at BlizzCon Live, you know, on Twitch. What did Twitch do? I guess they were rock. You could see them rocking out, you know, with guitars and they're singing or whatever. But instead, you just hear like generic music. And it turns out that uh, Twitch is like, hey, you know, you guys created this thing, this monster, the DMCA. We're not going to get in trouble for you. You know, they, they were short. They were like, what, what are we thinking of inviting them? They were just too scared to uh, get in trouble by them. I get in trouble. They don't want to be thrown under the bus. That's what I'm saying. Mm. So everybody's like, you see Metallica? Here's your just desserts. You know, you did this. And so. And that was what? Before BlizzCon properly started? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it was... All I know is that I, I was I was laughing my butt off 
because I, I did not believe that until I until you showed me. And then I just started laughing. Yeah, hard. even some people on Twitter were like, "Well, this is all I can play." You know, even even though uh, I'm playing the generic music, you know what they're doing. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to end up getting screwed over by this band because of the DMCA. So I'm not, I'm playing it safe. I'm giving you about five to ten seconds. That's it. Right. So yeah, that's interesting. So, well, besides you know, karma coming to full, full circle. On Metallica. Um, yeah, there was some announcements and stuff like that. Some good. Well, maybe one. One good. And the rest were just meh. And I've been noticing it at every year now. For the past like couple of years of BlizzCon, there's always that one good announcement. And then everything else is just like meh. Why bother? Mm. So, okay. So we're just going to break break some of these down. Um, and I'll, we'll let you know which one is like the announcement that I, I honestly think was the best one because the majority of them, I just thought they were just meh, not caring like this first one. Um, Blizzard announced their Blizzard arcade collection, uh, and, uh, it launched during this weekend and they only have three games and the three games are the Lost Viking. Uh, Blackthorn and Rock and Roll Racing. Uh, I the thing I don't get is everyone thinks that the Lost Viking is like you know an underrated game. It's not an underrated. It, it's okay. It's kind of an underrated game, but it's been released already so many times already. The, you know, uh, Blackthorn really good game. Rock and Roll Racing yeah that one was actually really good too. So that's all. Um, so the Blizzard Arcade Collection is released on PC and console. Eh, it's all right. Okay, uh, War of Warcraft. They had a patch. A uh, patch for Shadowlands. Hooray! I guess. Not. I'm, I'm just eh. And then the 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 Burning Crusades of War of Warcraft, the classic expansion announcement. Meh. Another one. Another thing for Hearthstone. Meh. Diablo 4. They had something new finally. They're just introducing the Rogue class. They had a trailer. It looked really nice. Um, you see the you see the Rogue uh, in action in the video. And the trailer that they released for it looked pretty good. And they also had some little details like... Uh, like PvP and whatnot, um, so that's not bad. Here's the one that caught my attention. They announced Diablo 2 Resurrected, and it's coming out for the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, Xbox One, the Series X series, and the Nintendo Switch. So it's basically Diablo 2, and I think all of their expansions. And the series is celebrating, I think it's 30th anniversary. Came out in 91. Yeah. 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 And, um, and you know what? I, I'm, I'm glad. For, okay, for two reasons. One, I'm glad because I love Diablo 2. I think Diablo 2 was the best one that came out. Um, and I know because I spent a lot of time playing Diablo 2 in StarCraft. 
And I nearly did pass high school because of those two games alone. Uh, God, yeah. Good times. But yeah. Uh, Diablo 2 was really great. I think Diablo 2 was like the game that put dungeon crawling on the map on the PC. I perfected it. It was great. The expansions made it better. Uh, it was just a perfect game. So, seeing this, would I recommend it? If you've never played Diablo 2 and always wanted to, do it. You know, you'll thank me later. Do I want to get back into it? No. Simply because I don't want to get sucked into it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, like I said, I, I did not. I almost didn't pass high school. So, that and StarCraft, but more Diablo than StarCraft. But, um. I don't know if I were if I were to pick up Diablo 2, I would I really have to restrict myself on it. But but still, nevertheless, it, it is good. Diablo 2 is a really good game. Um, and then the biggest disappointment of them all, they had they had some details on Overwatch 2. You know, they showed off new maps, hero mission modes, changes to PvP. Redoing certain character models. Um, but no release date. No new trailer. No nothing on that. But they said that they're going to... Having regular updates for uh, Overwatch 2. And maybe a release date down the road. Um, fans' expectations. <gasps> reality. Uh, mm. Yeah. So... Uh, BlizzCon overall, just like the past couple of years, nah. One good news, everything else. Mm -hmm. Well, except for uh, uh, Mobile Diablo, remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I almost forgot about that. That yes. was the big no no no. <laughs> no 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 no. They actually made an announcement about that one. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I honestly forgot about that too, until you brought that up. Okay. So, if you're wondering about the, the the mobile Diablo, here's the thing with the mobile Diablo. What was it World of Warcraft? I don't remember. No, no, it was the Diablo. It was uh, Diablo Immortal. Okay, so um, it's going to get a release sometime this year, or next year. They said, and it's going to be a mobile MMO. And they may or may not do beta. So yeah, after being quiet for an entire year, um, what's the announce? Was the announcement worth it? Eh. Mm -hmm. But eh, what can you do? So overall, um, BlizzCon, well, meh. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Just meh. And it did celebrate the 30th anniversary of, Blizz of Blizzard being alive. So. Uh, hooray. Congratulations to you, Blizzard. I want my StarCraft Ghost, goddammit. <laughs> yes, I know you have it. I know it's done. Just release the damn thing. 
I said it. <laughs> Alright. Okay, folks, so there we go. That's it for this week. Thank you guys so much. And once again, we apologize for last week. Uh, last week, not having a show. You know, life. Eh, what can you do about it? Yeah. Um, so until then, next week, we're going to have more crazy, obscured, random news from the world of the pop culture and whatnot. And it's the last, uh, you know, the last day of February, next Sunday. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, so we'll do something. All right, so until then, I am Captain Katz. And we are Katz. Thank you guys so much for for uh, coming back, being with us and everything. You know, stay safe out there, wear a mask, keep your physical and social distancing alive, you know, and just be kind to one another out there, you know. We're, we're that close, we're, you know, that close to go outside and play. Just Not don't, really. And you're spoiling it for the kids. Well... I'm just saying, you know. Not from well, the type of news outlets I listen to. Yeah. <laughs> well, still, um, you know, we're we're almost there. We're almost over the hump, so we can go outside and play. You know, let's just do our parts. You know, so we can nip this pandemic in the butt. So until then, take care. Have a good one. See you guys next week, and keep being you. Have a good one. Yo ho.